0: Welcome everybody back to the Nuggets of Gold podcast and YouTube channel. So I am here today with Mike. We are going to be reacting to one, of honestly, one of the most ridiculous football games I've that ever seen. It was absolute madness. Yeah. Mike is a Seahawks fan here. Um, yeah. So, so no hard feelings between us today. Got to yeah. give the Seahawks credit. I, I don't think the Fort deserve to win that game. I mean, that was an atrocious performance um, by Jimmy Garoppolo, by yeah. the offense, by... Everybody, everybody except for George Kittle. You know, yeah, everyone except for George Kittle. I th-
1: honestly I think George Kittle's so good that he just like sucks up all the tight end power when he's on the field. Like even in Seattle, he was just like give me that shit from Are Gerald Everett. Are you talking
0: Everett. about Je- uh, Everett's game today?
1: Oh, uh, dude. <laughs> come on. That's that's that is single-handedly the biggest sell I've ever seen from a position <laughs> player ever. We should have legit like 14 more points if not for his dumbass just giving you the ball twice. Well, three times. Yard, well, three, twice at the one yard line. Oh, okay, line. yeah, yeah. Three times total. Yeah, that's unbelievable. That's, it's the worst performance I've ever seen from a tight end.
0: <laughs> it, it was, it was really bad. You fumbled the ball three times, or I guess you fumbled twice technically. Yeah. Then you kicked the ball into the defender's arms another time. <laughs> you you lose the ball three times if if that's, you're Everett. Yeah. Um, and it was bad. Disgusting. It was really. bad. It was really bad. That's why I don't think all interceptions
1: <laughs> should go towards quarterback stats, but that's a whole nother conversation, but we'll get there eventually. But that was, that was disgusting by Gerald Everett. And then conversely, George Kittle was just a fucking monster. So yeah, he
0: was, he was pretty incredible today. Yeah. Um, look in this game though. I think I'll go through the 49ers side first and then you go through the Seahawks guide. Um, Cause there's definitely a lot to talk about at both ends. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about Russell Wilson. Cause this is, he had not looked good before this. Mm-mm. He looked amazing today. He did. Um, Yeah. I was really happy about that for the Niners though. I think what we're starting to see is not that this 49ers team isn't a playoff team. I still fully expect them to make the playoffs. they are six and six right now. They're the seventh seed, but they're tied for the sixth and the seventh with the Washington football team. Mm -hmm. And then they have a couple games on, you know, teams like the Seahawks. There's a handful of teams. And then there's a lot of teams that are six and seven, six and eight. Like the, I believe the Vikings are six and eight. No, they're six, seven, and one. Um, or six yeah. six and one i don't know i don't even know they're there's something they i forget but they're like a, yeah, like a six, six, or game or a game and, and one, a half yeah. behind yeah the niners own the tiebreaker on both the eagles and the vikings so i think that's gonna be enough to get them in they also have a pretty light schedule for the rest of the way i think that they should win next week against the Bengals. i think they have a couple other games that are pretty clear wins there and it probably only takes nine wins to make the playoffs this year in the nfc which is yeah which so is bad. Really bad yeah so really bad, bad. um but you you look at this game and you see what the Niners Achilles' heel is, it's Jimmy Garoppolo. He was awful. He was He's so bad. Horrible. He I mean, he had a couple plays down the stretch, I guess, but I'm gonna give the credit to, to George Kittle. Like these balls are going all over the place. He misses Kyle Yu's check early, throws the Bobby Wagner interception. Mike, you don't you don't watch Jimmy Garoppolo every day. <laughs> Dude, he makes that pick every single week. That was every just- single week. I don't get it.
1: I think uh I think Jimmy felt guilty honestly that he didn't get Bobby a Christmas present last year so he's like dude here's one this year man here's a cr- early christmas present cuz Bobby all he did on that he just kind of played up a little bit fell back and was like oh shit here's the ball <laughs> caught it and then i don't know you know maybe he should teach Gerald Everett some ball
0: security but um <laughs> i'm
1: so, so mad about that
0: it was bad i also saw um another niner report tweet out like damn like didn't didn't know that Jimmy must think that uh, Andre yeah. Diggs is on his team today. <laughs> it was it was bad though, man. It was yeah, really it bad. Was really... Um, got to see another now Elijah Mitchell. He only averaged three yards per carry. Mm-hmm. However, I thought it was a very very tough gritty performance by him. He has he's become instantly a fan favorite among a lot of people. Yeah. Um, loved him. Aziz Al Shair. DJ Jones, Arden Key, and then, of course, Nick Bosa. But those three, they they don't get enough credit. Aziz Mm -hmm. was an absolute animal today. Had half a sack. Had a, what, a fumble recovery or a forced fumble? Um, Yeah. I think he had the forced fumble The one.
1: almost had a pick at the end of the game.
0: Yes. Um, And then he had 11 tackles. DJ Jones had seven tackles and was an absolute menace today. Um, Mm -hmm. So got to give a lot of credit to those guys. Um, Armstead had some pressure inside, too. When the Niners put Arden Key and Eric Armstead inside, it is so disgusting. It is yeah. so hard for teams to to kind of deal with that. Um, and they did have an injury, a big one. Emmanuel Mosley went down. And then you saw D'Amador Lenore come in. He got kind of beat up early. And then they go and they put Dante Johnson in. Dante Johnson wasn't that bad. I I will never understand that, though. I like D'Amador Lenore so much more than Dante Johnson, um, especially in a matchup in this game where, like, if you have Tyler Lockett... On um, Dante Johnson, like he's open, he's open, yeah, every he's time. open,
1: yeah, 100%. And
0: Diamond can hang with these guys. Is he gonna make rookie mistakes? Is he gonna have you know, like in the end zone, he had like the, the pass interference or hold? I don't know what they called it. Um, mm. and it, it was pretty clear, I thought, but like he just got there too late and then he, he pushed off and then he turned and he turned, but he just turned too late. So I think you're gonna see those, but I'd rather see those growing pains even in a game like this. But it was frustrating, like you have yeah. to take care of the football. They did not take care of the football, a lot of picks. A lot of really, really sloppy play from the Niners. But, Mike, how, how you feeling about your Seahawks right now? Um,
1: honestly, I thought Russell Wilson. And the most encouraging thing is Russell Wilson. You know, I went to this game wanting to see a rebound game from Russell Wilson because post-finger injury, he just hasn't looked the same. And I'm of the belief that I think he rushed back a little too early. Now, I, I totally admire his, you know, commitment and everything like that. But – I think we might have been better the first couple of games having Geno Smith just fully healthy, obviously. Um, But today he looked back to where he was pre-injury. I mean, he had zip on the ball. He had one or two throws that were like a little bit off, like the DK throw on the sideline. But nothing like atrocious like happened last week. He had zip on the ball. He was accurate. Um, He was making better decisions, which was also an issue coming back. I think he was just a little rusty. Um, So really, really encouraging to see. Um, The offensive game plan included DK Metcalf this week, which was awesome. They didn't do that last week. Uh, some re- for some reason, but you know they distributed the ball well. Adrian Peterson looked fine, I guess. He scored, so that's cool. Um, Rashad Penny had a nice bounce back game, I guess. Sure, um, but uh, D. Eskridge, I mean, that's my guy right there. I love D. Eskridge. Scored. I think we really can use him a lot more. Get him more involved. Just adds another element to that offense. Um, And when you have Tyler Lockett, you know, uh, DK and Eskridge going, it really is hard to stop that offense. And, you know, for the most part, Seahawks were marching down the field with relative ease. What stopped them was the pass rush from the 49ers and the offensive line. And, you know, uh, Gerald Everett giving away early Christmas gifts. So without those other two things, I think the Seahawks could have scored a lot more points. Um, But, you know, having had those mistakes and still score 30. I mean, that's that's very encouraging for me. And the Niners have a good defense, right? It's not like we're doing this against no scrub defense. I think that well, I think they're you had it.
0: You just I'm only saying that because you have a really banged up version right now.
1: True, true. But you know, they still have Aziz, who is solid. Um, Nick Bosa was really good, Armstead's really good. Uh yeah, that's about it. Uh but oh, oh,
0: you better give Jimmy Ward some love.
1: I'll give I'll give Jimmy Ward a little bit of love. I know we fight about Jimmy Ward a lot, but <laughs> Um, yeah, so offensively, I thought we looked really good and defensively, you know, while I think the Niners, I think, I think defensively, we were about where I expected us to be. We were opportunistic, which was great. You know, we made plays on the ball, um, got, got some timely sacks like Carlos Dunlap, the safety, the tip pass to end the game. Um, Quandre made a play, Bobby made a play. I think they got shredded for the most part, but they made plays. And I think that's kind of what I expect out of them. Um, so I was fine with how they played defensively. So overall, I'm, I'm pretty happy.
0: You brought up Russell Wilson. I think the Russell Wilson aspect of this game was huge. Um, yeah. For anyone that hasn't really watched him over the last couple of weeks, uh, I'll talk more about the, like the, probably the game against the football team. Um, yeah. He just, he just didn't look like himself. Like there was no, yeah. like, I think that one of the best attributes of his game is like his downfield touch. And like, especially on the sideline and outside mm-hmm. the numbers where he's just able to float up like a perfect ball. Mm-hmm. He was not able to do that in no. the last few weeks. Like since mm-hmm. he's been back. Yeah. This was the first week that he was able to do that. And I don't think like, if you're a Niners fan, I don't think it's like, Oh yeah. Look, the Niners can't stop. him. It's like, no, no, he was back to being the same guy that he mm-hmm. normally is. It's not like, yeah. it was like, Oh, the secondary was so bad. That's why. He, there was a, an incompletion where I think it was Jimmy Ward and I forget who the other player was in the, it might've been Hufanga the one where Tyler Lockett went really deep pretty early, yeah. like the trick play. Yeah. That was an absolute dot. Like he threw it in the back corner of the end zone and it was a perfect ball. Yeah. If you looked at, if you would have had the same throw two weeks ago, that's probably getting airmailed out of bounds. Like, like yeah. just because of how he's looked. Well that's um, what almost like against the
1: Packers. Yeah, he totally airmailed the throw and it was intercepted by Amos. So mm-hmm. to see that is is much more encouraging obviously.
0: Yeah, no, the, instead uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's airmailing balls to uh yeah. To dick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that was the trade-off. Maybe uh Russell Wilson took off Jimmy's ability and George took off Everett's ability and they just <laughs> like flipped each other. Hopefully. Well, Hopefully.
0: yeah, I um I think the last thing that I would probably touch on for the Niners that I was really frustrated about is their special teams. Their special teams has has been pretty awful this year. That's Homer, my guy. Yeah. That, I mean, but that's one of those things like, and if, if people are trying to blame Kyle on that, like, I guess you could look at Kyle because he's the head of everything, but yeah. Richard Hightower, who is the 49ers special team coordinator has been getting out schemed. You cannot get out schemed yeah. being a special teams coach in the NFL. Yeah. There's multiple times this year where teams have taken they, the Niners allowed a kickoff return for a touchdown last year or last week. Yeah. They allowed the fake punt this week. They had a fumble because why is Travis Benjamin returning kicks after Trent I, Cannon?
1: I don't know. Why is know Trent idea.
0: Cannon still returning kicks? He's had a, a very tough year this year. One thing all on him. I hope he is all right because that yeah, was that looks so pretty do I. scary. So do
1: I obviously that was it, a terrible way to to start the game. I hope he's totally fine.
0: Yeah, it, it seems like he is, which is really good. It, mm-hmm. it didn't seem like he was moving and stuff. Like you always get scared about, like you know, after seeing the Ryan mm-hmm. Chazier stuff. But it does seem like he's all right. So so prayers yeah. out there for for uh for Trent sure. Cannon. um for sure. but yeah like the special teams it's been it's been awful um yeah so final takeaways for me it it sucks that the niners weren't able to end the seahawks season i mean you know i was hoping that was gonna be the case we swept we swept them again boys let's go i never i have never said that i never thought like this game was going to be like a oh the niners go in there and like definitely win like we talked about it me and aiden we're like look like This can easily be one of those games where it's like, oh, God, here comes 49ers Seahawks, the most ridiculous game there is. And of course, (laughs) what we saw today was nothing short of that. Um, Oh, yeah. Very entertaining, even though it sucks to lose this one. It was a very entertaining, very fun thing. Um, I expect the Niners. Let's see who who they got coming up. So they got the Bengals, the Falcons, the Titans, the Texans, the Rams. In the next four games of the year, I think they should win all of those games. And they should they should probably win out. They truthfully should probably win out. Are yeah. they going to? No, because they have games like this where Jimmy Garoppolo can't hit the side of a barn. Um <laughs> like <laughs> sorry, but like it's so frustrating. Yeah. Um I, I want to know honestly, like, what did Trey Lance do to Kyle Shanahan? There's gotta be They're like- just so okay, I've talked about this a lot because I was a big person on like you want to start him right away. It really seems like they're more focused, or Kyle and, and all the coaches, I guess, front office, everyone. Is more focused on hey we want to take the route of we want to give him a redshirt year to truly understand the checks and the stuff that you have to go through at the line of the, at the line of scrimmage. That is something I will give Jimmy Garoppolo a lot of credit. at. He is great at calling defense and reading the defense before the, the play starts. Mm-hmm. Once the the play the sna- the ball snapped though he, he takes a shit down his leg like every time, <laughs> um, and that's that's just really frustrated me. Um, yeah. But like I think it's really to get him to understand that and get up to speed in terms of that. I would still probably lean. I, w- I would still want to see Trey Lance. Like I think anyone that you, when you have a guy that's clearly yeah. like going to take over, you want to see that guy. But I, I truthfully believe that that has everything to do with Trey Lance's development. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not in in the position to be like, Kyle, like, what are you doing? Like, no, no, I'm going to take the guys that have been coaches for, for decades over my thought of what they should do with the quarterback development. So that's kind of my I guess. I'm and that.
1: I guess my thought with that is like, for this season, yeah. You know, Trey Lance would probably make you guys more successful. But I think down the line, I do agree in the fact that it's probably better for Trey's overall understanding of defenses in the playbook and all that to be. Because, like, it's different with, like, a guy like Justin Fields because Matt Nag is not going to be here next year, right? Shanahan will still be the coach. He'll still be his system, his plays. So I, I do understand that logic. Um, Speaking of, I guess, the Seahawks playoff hopes for a second. Listen, we're not down yet. All right. We're four and eight, which is something I thought I'd never say. But next week, we got the Texans. All right. Then we got the Rams in Seattle, though. Who knows? Who knows? Then we play the Bears, who suck. Hate to say it. Sorry. Then we play the Lions, who suck. Then we play the Cardinals. I honestly think we can afford to lose one of those games and sneak in at eight and nine because there's a chance. Because. If we beat a team like the Niners, we've we have the tiebreaker on the Niners. We have two games on the Niners, tiebreaker. The Bears could potentially be up there. Probably not. We can no, have no, no, way. <laughs> no, no, not just, a chance. That was such a homer. <laughs> that was such a homer moment. Anyway, but so again, we have the tiebreaker over the Niners, which I think is big. Texans are an easy W. Lions easy W. Bears are probably an easy W. If we can at least beat one of the Rams or Cardinals. I think we could sneak in at eight and nine. I, I that's that's totally some rush shit to sneak in at eight and nine. I, I just think that's that's just such a possibility there. So I don't know. I still think we can make the playoffs.
0: I mean, definitely. Also, you look at that last game of the year, and that's going to be a big one because yeah, for both the Niners and the Seahawks. I and mean, they're both playing division games. You guys are playing the the Cardinals, and the Niners are going to be playing um, the Rams. There's yeah. a chance that both those teams are kind of in the spot where like they're locked into their mm-hmm. their spot. I, I think that the Rams are going to be in a spot where they have to beat the Niners or the Niners are going to jump them in the standings because they only have one. They're up two games right now, but if they're only up one game, if the Niners beat them, they own a tiebreaker and they jump into their spot. Right. Right. I think, I think the
1: Cardinals could be in a position week 18 where they're like, we're not going to play Kyler because Kyler's dealing with injuries today. Right. He's been dealing with the injuries. D hops had his bad hamstring. I believe I think week 18, if it comes around they're they got the one seed locked up. All right, we're not going to risk Kyler for the playoffs. No D hop. And that could really open the door for the Seahawks to beat them. So very, very hopeful. And I'm giving myself fal- false, optimism, inject that false pos- uh, optimism into my veins, Russell Wilson, please.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of that will kind of be figured out, maybe not completely figured out, but we'll get like a more clear sign of things because if the Cardinals are in a spot where they're not playing to, for the division, or like to lose the division in that final week of the year, and they're not playing for seeding or anything, then you'll probably see them rest both mm-hmm. Kyler and Nuck because they've both been banged up. Um, but the next week, the the Rams and the Cardinals play. I think it's next week. Yeah, yeah. So that I think you'll kind of figure out a lot about that then. Um, no, the, the CX are 100 still alive. I mean, like you said, you could make the playoffs at eight and nine. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And but by that, the way,
1: to mm-hmm. to see the other side of the coin, right? The Cardinals two weeks ago beat us without Kyler and D Hop. So it's like you know, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna? Oh do? yeah,
0: same, same here. That also happens. <laughs> yeah.
1: Paul McCoy, man, two years in a row has just waltzed his ass into Seattle and beaten us.
0: Yeah. No. Like, it's, what's the
1: deal? It's, how? I, what's the deal with that? Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know.
0: But yeah. All right. <sighs> a- anything else you want to you want to add here? The the final thing I want to say. Um. I'll let, I'll let you go first. Anything you want to say?
1: My final statement is death taxes and Russell Wilson beating the
0: Niners. Three guarantees in life. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's been rough. Um, yep. Final thing I'll say is on that on that fourth and one, the Jimmy Garoppolo uh, quarterback keeper, I'm, I'm going to bet that the, the play call was, Jimmy, you're going to keep this if it is wide open. And they said, yep. and they went to the huddle, they called the play. Alex <laughs> Max like, I know Jimmy's about to play some <laughs> hero ball. Let me, let me finagle this all around a little bit. <laughs> That was my first thought. I was like, yeah, Alex Mack ultimate- wanted no part of Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> here at ball right there. <laughs> the ultimate
1: veteran move right there, bro. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. All right, guys. Oh, that well, awesome. that's going to do it for today's episode. Um, if you guys want to check out Mike's stuff, I'll I'll add it in here. Any Seahawks fans listening, I don't know why I listen to a Niners show right now. Maybe you're trying to clown <laughs> us. But, yeah. but uh, yeah, rough loss for the Niners. Exciting win for the Seahawks. Ugly win? I don't know. Do you call it an ugly win? I'll I think say- you call it... An ugly an, game? An excitingly ugly win. It's probably excitingly the best ugly. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we we'll, me and Mike will be back next time. There's some crazy, ridiculous Seahawks Niners game because you know it's just impossible It'll for happen. that game to be normal. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. Hope you have a great rest of your Sunday. Um, and we'll talk to you very soon.